Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wellness Farmer Podcast, where your health is my focus. I take what has become too complex and help you by simply focusing on where health is found inside of you. How do we empower ourselves to feel our best? We take care of our spines. We eat nutrient-dense food in our fertile soil without chemicals. We move adequately, and we talk to ourselves in a natural way. On today's episode, episode 206, I take a couple of experiences I am going through right at the moment that can make me a better person if I allow it. Hopefully, I allow it. We all go through those moments of suffering, and they all feel the same. Some might look a little different on the outside, and some might look worse than others, but for the person that's going through it, it is tough. And in those times is when we are in a perfect position to become better. But we need to be willing to take advantage of that opportunity and not let the opportunity take advantage of us. So hopefully this resonates with some of you out there. Um, stay awesome, everybody. I hope you enjoy this one. Today is, today is the 13th of February, and we are in year 2019, and I am Ben Page, your host. And just a couple of things before we jump in. I know that this podcast is takes a lot of my time, but I do it because I love what I'm doing, and I want to get this out there. I want to get this stuff out there. And if you guys get any type of value from what I'm doing, I would. there's great ways to help me. Um, first of all, join my email list. If you haven't joined my email list, go to www.pastosbetterthisfarm.com, and right there you can join. Not only joining will you never miss an episode if you like these episodes, but you get a couple chapters of my book absolutely free and a couple other articles that help you become just that much more healthy. And if you like those chapters, go to Amazon.com or go to my webpage and actually purchase the book. Actually, buy a copy so you can take that and learn what the true philosophy of health is to actually reach your health potential. That book's called The Four Pillars of Health, and it's been for so for, for almost, well, this year will be two years now that it's been... Uh, available. So if you haven't read that book yet, um, go ahead and get that and help me because that helps me out. Um, another easy way to help me out is when you t- make purchases through Amazon, go through my website, go to pastorswedderfarm.com, click on the button on the right with, that says Amazon, and that helps me out. That helps me just keep keep going. That helps me keep uh, bringing out this content. Follow me on Instagram. So Ben Page DC on Instagram, um, YouTube, Pastors Better This Farm. So on Pastos Better This Farm, on my, I have a YouTube channel where I'm actually explaining how I am growing somewhat of a little teeny garden in, in the middle of the city. I'm using my front yard, which isn't even a front yard, and I'm using my backyard, which isn't a backyard. All I have is some planter boxes back there, and I'm trying to grow as much food as I can. You'll see the ups and the downs of that. And most importantly, if you truly feel you're getting some value out of this podcast, there's a great way to get bring us back by going to patreon.com. Um, you can get that at my website to also, pastorbetterthisfarm.com. On the right-hand side, there's a Patreon button. You click there, and it, and it kind of explains how you can help me out by by supporting me on, on Patreon. So hopefully you're getting some, some value out of this, and you want to bring some of that back. And the best way to do it is on Patreon. Hopefully I see it there soon. And if you want to work one-on-one with me, 
go to my website. You can set up an appointment. The first 15 minutes, we'll just chat and we'll see if we can figure out. Well, I'm pretty sure I can figure out a plan to help you become the best person that you can become. And from there, it's only uphill with a lot of little bumps in the road, but it all goes uphill. All right. So let's get into this main talk. Before I get into the main topic, I want to actually just share a quote that I read, because I read what I'm reading right now, well, I'm reading many books, but one of the books I'm reading is something that I read every day. It's just a little thing every day. It's called The Daily Stoic, and I'm going to share what I read apart on February 12th. So it says, is this really the life I want? Every time you get upset, a little bit of life leaves the body. Are these really the things on which you want to spend that priceless resource? Don't be afraid to make a change. A big one. That February 12th was talking about anger and what happens when we get angry. And the situation are we in that makes us angry? Is it really worth it? And sometimes a big change is the best way to go. Is this really what, is this really the life I want? Think about that. So let's get into it. I'm going through a time right now that's kind of tough on me at the moment. I mean, I was in an awesome routine of exercise. I didn't miss a day. It started to feel pretty good. It started to feel really good, actually. And I mean, I still had days where I was tired, but I did it anyway, and it felt great after doing it. About a month ago, I injured my shoulder playing soccer. Um, it brought me back to a time when, when I was leading a group of adolescents and we had just got done playing basketball and one of the kids asked if, asked if I wanted to play a little more. Most of the kids had left by then and I remember that I really didn't want to play anymore but I said yes anyway. We started to play and about one minute into the game I jumped up for rebound and I landed right on that kid's foot totally just twisting my ankle and spraining it the worst I've ever sprained it. And I skateboarded quite a bit. While I was young, I snowboarded. I mean, well, more on the skateboard, but not even skateboarding did I sprain my ankle that bad. I mean, it just blew up. It was, it was a big purple ball almost instantly. And I still remember the, the first night I had to crawl to the bathroom. I couldn't put any weight on it. It was, it was bad enough that I actually took a picture of it. And I'm, I wonder where that picture is. I should find it and post it. But it was bad. And it was, it was in a time where we, had a, we didn't have the, the, the iPhones and stuff like that. So the camera, I mean, the picture, we actually had to develop the picture. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. But we actually had to develop that picture, and I wish I could find it. Well, about two months ago, uh, I began thinking that it would probably be better to stop playing soccer. Uh, not, an easy, not an easy decision because I enjoy playing soccer, I, even though I'm not very good at the sport. I really only started playing about two years ago when we moved to Argentina. But I could definitely see the progress that I had made over the two years that, that I've been playing pretty consistently, at least once a week. And I had a lot more confidence with the ball, and I, and I was willing to do more than just pass the ball as soon as I got it. Um, I would actually dribble the ball a little bit, and I was more confident at, at actually kicking at the goal, too. And, of course, heading it was one of my specialties because I'm a little bit taller and I can jump just a little bit higher. But this was one of the reasons I didn't want to stop playing consistently. I didn't want to lose what I had gained in the sport. And as we all know, practice is where we get better. And if we stop practicing, 
and if we stop playing, we stop improving, and a lot of times instead of just staying right, we actually go we go backwards. And I kind of liked the progress I'd made in the sport, and I really didn't want to stop. So I'd be go I had been going through the goods and the bads of playing the last couple of weeks before I got injured, and I'd finally come to the decision to actually stop playing on Thursdays. And, and the main reason was because we play so late. I ended up getting at home at 12 at night. I, by the time I showered, and if I even ate, because a lot of times I didn't even eat because it was so late, and it's tough to fall asleep right after eating, and it's even tough falling asleep after playing sports. So around 1 o'clock I was going to bed, and I wasn't going to sleep until 2 or 3 in the morning. And, and I could do it. I was doing it. It wasn't like I couldn't get up the next day and do everything I needed to do without a problem. That wasn't the problem. But I know better. And it just isn't healthy to do that. It's not. Um, it's just not healthy for our bodies, our ecosystems to do that. Um, it messes up our internal clock, messes up, messing up that natural cycle of hormones, eventually causing havoc to what our ecosystem is, and that havoc can eventually come with symptoms and then, then sickness. And I just, didn't, I just didn't think it was worth it, even though I liked playing. So I decided that I was going to stop playing and find other ways to move adequately on Thursdays. And on special occasions, I said I was going to play, and that was it. I mean, if someone, if it was a special occasion, I would play, but I wasn't going to do it weekly. Well, back to that Thursday four weeks ago, I had written in the WhatsApp group that was made to organize games each week that I wasn't going to play. I was like, I'm done. Um, you either write juego, which means I play, or no juego, which means the opposite, and I had written no juego. We play with 12 people, 6 versus 6, on a beautiful green field. And on that Thursday, only about only 10 people had written juego. They still needed two more to make it fun. And I had the soccer ball because I am the one that lives closest to the field. So I usually took the soccer ball home and I almost never missed a Thursday. I, almost, oh, I missed very few Thursdays in, in the two years that I was playing. So I, they let me take care of the ball and I would always take it. And we'd play and I'd bring it back home. So one of the players in the group sends me a personal text about picking up the ball and asks why I'm not playing. Playing, And I, I tell him the truth, that I had another commitment. Um, I mean, because I did have another commitment, but I didn't tell him that for the whole... And I kind of explained the, the lateness part too, but more than anything, I just said I had another commitment and I was going to get home at about the same time they started playing and I didn't want to be rushed. He began, to, he began to say that, well, no, you always, we always start late and, and that I should go anyway and... At the same time, I was getting text by, I was, getting, I was re receiving a WhatsApp from my brother-in-law that's not in the group asking if there was any still room to play. So right there, I had to make a decision. I mean, I had already said I wasn't going to play, but they needed two more players. My brother-in-law was one, and I could be the 12th. So one more time, do I play or not? Well, I say, let's do this one more week. I had the ball so I could take it play one more week, give the ball to someone else to go continue to bring it, and that was going to be it. That was going to be my last week, I said to myself. So I go back to the WhatsApp group, and I, and I write juego, and I push send. Why did I do that? <laughs> it was a truly beautiful night to play soccer. I mean, the field was just freshly cut, the sky was clear, and the temperature was pretty much perfect to play outside. I got there, of course, the game starts late, but as we continue to play, the game becomes pretty competitive, especially between me and a, on defense and the other guy on offense. And I'll be the first to tell you, in sports, I am competitive. Um, I don't like to lose, in, even in sports that I don't even play that well, and 
soccer is one of them. And as I said before, I'm just not that good at playing soccer. <laughs> Pretty much everything I had learned about soccer had been on that field where we were playing that night which was pretty much once a week for the last two years, and that's pretty much all I knew about soccer. But in soccer, I learned this later, of course, because I asked about this. I asked about what had happened with this offensive player, and I was asking if what he was doing was a foul or not. But at the moment, I wasn't worrying about it. I was just playing. So if I understood correctly, I, I, I guess the offense can kind of shove or can knock you with their shoulder in certain positions, and it isn't a foul. Well, this offensive player did exactly that more than once on that Thursday, and I fell, I don't know, I guess on my shoulder a couple of times, never feeling a sudden pain, but slowly starting to feel a pain in my left shoulder that eventually got to the point of me having to, having a really hard time continuing to play. And that's one thing I just, I always just, move through it. I just continue playing until the very end, if I can. And so I kept on playing, hoping the lights would turn out so I wouldn't have to just leave, and got to the point where I just couldn't play anymore. The pain was, was so severe that I was about to say, well, I'm done, I got to leave, and the, sight, the lights suddenly turned out. So perfect. I didn't have to, didn't have to say, I'm, I'm out of here. And that was a relief. So, but I knew something was not right. My left shoulder was, was killing me. It was actually, it hurt bad. So I got home and took a painful shower, asking, asking myself, why did I go? I'd already planned on not going. Why did I change my mind at the last minute and go? And since then, like four weeks later, I mean, I've been recuperating my shoulder, my left shoulder, and it's not been moving like I want it to be moving. It's tough. And it's especially when you have that such, have that such, such a great routine in play. I mean, so I haven't been able to move like I've, been moving for so many for so long and, and it gets you down and I, I even realized that I was a lot more tired I totally fell out of it just because I wasn't able to do that exercise that I had been doing for so long and, and that I had made a priority I had made it every day a priority move some way move do something it didn't matter what I had to do but for, but for some time I just moved and it was on my schedule so it became quite frustrating not being able to, to able to keep to that pretty awesome routine that I had and well it still is I mean I'm I just started exercising again on Monday so we're talking over a month ago and I'm it's got it's slow it's slow because I still have some 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 mild pain in my shoulder doing certain things so it's all slow and I take it easy and I imagine a lot of you could probably reading this is like that's nothing I mean I'm going through a lot worse than that now there's could be thinking it right at the moment. Well, that that's not good. That's too bad. I mean, that's that's a pretty nasty thing to have to go through. Why? Why do these things happen? Because we have something to learn. In my case, patience maybe, or feel this physical, mental pain and discomfort so I can better understand others that are going through it. I will probably know exactly why. And a couple years down the road, I can see more clearly the path of my past and how it has developed over the years. At the same time, though, those that are watching my YouTube series will, will see that my, my beautiful tomatoes and my planter box garden in the backyard are in big trouble. A tiny red spider has plagued my tomatoes and left me with pretty much nothing. I mean, it's crazy how a, a spider that is pretty much invisible, just a little teeny red thing, but I mean, there was thousands of them and they came from nowhere, and thousands of them came from pretty much nowhere, has completely destroyed three healthy 
no, three, four healthy, vigorous tomato plants, leaving them pretty much dead. I mean, in a matter of days, it was it was quick. So not good. I mean, at least we're not in a time of survival because we'd be in really big trouble because um, of that little teeny, almost invisible spider completely just got rid of what what I had grown in the last couple months. I mean, in just a couple in a couple of days. On top of that, I get off the phone with my car insurance where I pay for full coverage and they're saying that they aren't going to cover someone else hitting me who not only was clearly at fault but told everyone around us that he was at fault and he was willing to do anything. I mean, frustrating. That can be quite frustrating. Three big hits, a physical hit, get injured at a game I wasn't even going to play at and even worse, I ended up going back on my word and saying, okay, I'll play one more time. Uh, and then I get injured. Uh, second hit on what I left to do, my garden. Got a nasty pest and a, and a third, a nasty mental hit with all that's going on with, with, with the vehicle and not getting, not moving, not getting, not seeing any progress on that either. So many are probably even going through a lot worse and saying, man, this, like I said, this guy doesn't even know. This guy doesn't even understand. Many others are probably not going through tough times at the moment and are saying, man, that does kind of suck. I wish I wish I wouldn't have to go through all that. <laughs> but what I'm learning from, from reading and living life, trying to juggle everything that life throws at you and not going crazy in this life, that this life is tough. But that's a good thing. I mean, we learn and grow by going through tough times, times that test who we are. We must suffer to know how great it feels on the other side of suffering. We must also suffer to grow. But if I start to blame everything and everybody, I lose the learning opportunity that the suffering has offered me. I believe that we shouldn't consider the word suffer something we should try to avoid at all costs. Uh, there are, are lots of pain and suffering that we can avoid, which does us no good. It actually does us harm that the pain and suffering we bring on ourselves of maybe not forgiving or, or living in the past or being too scared to move forward with strain, those, those kind of things, yeah, they, it's the type of pain and suffering that doesn't help us. It doesn't, it doesn't build us. Something I read in Jordan Peterson's book I, that I liked was we have a memory not to remember the past. We have a memory so we don't repeat the past. We should not get stuck in the past causing unnecessary pain and suffering. The only pain and suffering that will make us better is, is that which is in the now, in, in the present. And I'm not saying all pain and suffering is necessary. What I, necessary. What I'm what I'm saying is that if we if we don't push ourselves, we don't go through hard times, self-made or not, we lose the opportunity to learn from that experience. We must look at it, look at it as a way to to move forward, to do better, to be better. Don't be afraid to suffer because life can be hard. It is hard, and if it wasn't, we couldn't become our best selves physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I know it seems like there are people on social media where it looks like their life is a, a dream come true and maybe it is for that person. But they are dealing with internal battles and external battles just like me and you. Many of the time they just don't show that part because it, it isn't what most people want to see. They want to see all the great stuff. I mean, I can't do it. I have to be real. 
You need to know that, just like you, we all go through times of suffering, you and I included. Don't compare yourself to those people that look like they're on the top of the world every single day of their lives. You must only compare yourself to yourself of the past. Be better than yourself of the past. And you're on the right path. Don't be afraid of suffering. Don't try to avoid all suffering because it is through those times where you learn, where you become your best self, where you can better understand the people around you. Let your times of suffering mold you to the person you're supposed to be. Uh, I think of all this and I go back to a book I'm reading about David Goggins and everything he suffered, and it makes me feel like, wow, <laughs> he's, he's suffered quite a bit, I mean, and, and like I said, we all, I, what I said at the very beginning, it doesn't matter what we're suffering through, it's that same feeling that he probably felt, I felt, because suffering fills the void, it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. I think we should take those times of suffering and let them mold us. Take those and become better. So, is suffering good? Think about that. I sure hope you. I sure hope this has helped you. Um, don't stop being your best self. I mean, this is a journey, so we have to enjoy it. Uh, you guys are awesome. Stay awesome. Send me an email or message me on Instagram if you like this episode. Take a picture of your screen and share it on Instagram, tagging me at BenPageDC, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll tag you back. Um, let's get to know each other just a little bit better. So let, and we can use these social media platforms to do that. So I'll see you next time. Keep on trugging through this journey. Enjoy it. And let's be the best we can be. And let's do that physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and it all comes back to what? Health. Let's be healthy. Let's live this life as healthy as we possibly can. And share this episode, if you liked it, with your, with your family, with your friends, so they can also get this stuff, and we can also all, as a community, become just a little bit stronger physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, I'll see you next time.